What's up? We are back for the 96th installment of the Unplugged Alpha podcast series. We're talking about the Jonah Hill uh, texts, the ones that have been leaked by his ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, the surfer, aka law student, aka activist, aka feminist. Um, Jonah made a few mistakes and um, we're going to talk about what these texts mean and who's in the right or wrong. There's a survey currently running on uh, live chat on um, YouTube. So uh, let me know there if you think you did anything wrong, yes or no. Just take that quick survey. And uh, Moff's in the green room. He's taking care of uh, call-ins, making sure your audio is solid. So that is pinned at the top. Just says call in and ask a question. All right, so let's get right into this. Um, so I don't know who the hell Sarah Brady was until I started getting DMs from people over the week and going, yo, Rich, you got to check this out. Look at what's going down here. So I did. Uh, I guess we'll start with, uh, let me share my screen. And um, let's start with Sarah Brady. We'll get to the text in a second, actually. Let's deal with who Sarah Brady is. A um, little bit unusual to go and share uh, private messages back and forth between yourself and an ex well over a year later from what i understand jonah hill is now i mean he's moved on with his life he's got a newborn that was uh that arrived in i think may or earlier this year um so it seems like he was done with sarah brady a long time ago um as of 2022 from you know from what i understand so he's moved on pretty quick from her to the next uh gal but anyway um so who is she she is a surfer law student uh into film photography all this kind of stuff this is her feed and, and i'm showing you her instagram because it's relevant to some of the messages that went back and forth between uh jonah and this gal sarah she's 25 by the way um some people said she's a professional surfer i didn't see anything um about being a professional surfer and I, i've got a friend from back in the day that was a professional surfer and they surf professional servers surf big waves these are what i'm seeing these are not big waves, but it looks like it's more like recreational uh, for her. I don't know if she's got a sponsor or whatever it was. Uh, when I did check the Instagram on the weekend, it had like just under 100,000 follows. Now it's got 136,000. Maybe some of her motivation was to get some eyeballs on her stuff. Like, look at me. Um, you know, I've, I've been mistreated. Uh, Jonah Hill was called a misogynist, narcissist, control. Well, we'll get into the text in a minute, but he was called a bunch of stuff here by this girl. Um, there was this over here that was reposted recently with his caption saying, reviving a picture I took down by request of a narcissistic misogynist. So this was uh, re-added a day ago. Um, I'm not really sure what's wrong with the picture aside from we got a little side boob showing over here. Um, another one over here I think that she recently added as well. Thank you for making me feel beautiful and wholesome in a swimsuit when I couldn't yet. Again, posted two days ago. Now, they haven't been together since last year so i'm not really sure why this all had to get reposted now when she could have done this last year if that was the case um but it's it's mostly pictures of her surfing in a bathing suit which is in my opinion appropriate if you're going surfing in warm water bathing suit is fine i don't see a problem with that um she and if we keep scrolling down and down and down that's all it is it's surfing bathing suit we're on the beach we're surfing this is her lifestyle uh so Oh, okay. Here's a picture of them together. So maybe this is when they picked up. This is edited one week ago. It says misogynist hiding in plain sight. So she updated this caption 
a week ago. Um, so this is, I guess, when they were posting some pictures together. She left them up on there. Um, yeah, just surfing. Um, they're not super provocative. I mean, I'm not really seeing a lot of stuff here that's like, hey, look at me in my bathing suit. Dude. Like These are all just candid shots. I'm surfing. I'm on the waves. I'm walking away. Look, it, I mean, if you want to date a gal that, that, that surfs, you're going to kind of have to expect that she's going to do that. Um, we'll get into whether or not this was, this was professional and what they said back and forth in a minute. But I think, you know, if you're going to deal with a woman that, that does something like this for a living, if it is a living or not, she's probably going to continue doing it. So, um, to, to expect her to stop surfing, probably not maybe take, stop posting provocative pictures. I don't really see provocative pictures here. I just see a chick that thinks she's awesome at surfing. So there's that. So let's pull that down and we'll go over to uh, the texts and deal with those because I think this is where the shit really starts to happen. Oh, actually, wait, before we do that, let me put her Instagram back up because there's some stories and I think she's still uh, going through them. Let a woman be a woman. There were some stories that I saw here earlier. Hold on a second. Story is no longer available. Uh, some tweets, Jonah Hill, known everything, fell for you. These are just posts from friends, something about a surf, like won't be a woman, Serbia said. Okay, so it looks like all of the stuff that she had put up is slowly come down or disappeared because stories are only good for a short period of time. Um, Mama's wisdom, some audio messages. Okay, I think we can skip this. Let's remove this and let's go to the uh, Reddit posts. All right, uh, present, share screen, Jonah Hill's text. All right, let's see what we got here. Um, let's go to the beginning. That's not the beginning. Okay, this is the beginning here. Sharing this publicly now because keeping it to myself was causing more damage to my mental health than sharing it ever could do a year later. All right, so plain and simple. So this looks like this is Jonah Hill texting. He says, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are who in an unstable place and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I'm not the right partner for you. These things bring you to a place of happiness. I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a remote for a romantic partnership. First of all, partnership is the dumbest word used by guys today. Like, tell me you're a beta male without telling me you're a beta male. But when you say partnership, men and women aren't partners. Okay, we're men and we're women. Uh, there's husbands, there's wives, there's boyfriends, there's girlfriends. Knock it off with the partnership stuff. It sounds stupid. Okay, it makes you sound like a wimp. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. I don't really see that much wrong here with what he's saying. Um, if you're in a long-term relationship with a chick and you want to protect or preserve the integrity of the relationship, you kind of have the expectation that she's not going to put the relationship at risk, like hanging out with other dudes. Um, it's one of the red flags in my book is women that keep dudes around from their past. And if she's keeping guys around from her, her past, I didn't see it on, on Instagram. So I don't know if she deleted the pictures or took them down, or maybe it was remote or extremely random. Um, so it doesn't really seem like that much, that much of a problem from that perspective. But if she was doing it, there's nothing wrong with saying, 
hey, I have this boundary and I don't date women that hang out with guys from her past. Um, that's fine. And if she wants to hang out with guys from her past and let her go, it's completely all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, he says, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men without much frame around that inappropriate, define it, you know, um, don't know what it is to model. Is she a model? I don't know. Uh, I mean, look, if she was a model before they met and modeling is part of her life and part of her career, you kind of have to expect her to keep doing that. Right. Um, so that seems somewhat bizarre. Post pictures yourself in a bathing suit. Well, if you're surfing and you're in warm water, you're probably going to wear a bathing suit unless it's cold water. Then you put on something to, you know, keep you warm, like a, a wetsuit or a dry suit or whatever's necessary. Um, so, I mean, look, if she was a surfer before, she's going to be a surfer after you kind of expect none of that to change to post sexual pictures. I didn't see any sexual pictures. I just saw lifestyle sort of pictures like she's walking away. She's on a surfboard. She's sitting with her friend laughing and talking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, friendships with women who are unstable. So if she's got like loser friends, maybe that's what he's trying to say. Like, you know, she's got some weird friends that are inappropriate or do inappropriate things. Then at the end of all that, he's saying, I'm just not the right partner for you. And if that's what you want to do, then I support it. And that's cool. That to me seems reasonable. Now, what he's holding as unreasonable, I don't know, because there's no frame around it. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Some of it seems okay. Some of it seems like maybe it wasn't. But I think overall, if you're dealing with the chick that's doing that and she comes at you and she's like, hey, you know, Rich, where do we stand? I dig your vibe. I don't want to share you. I want to be in a relationship with you. Can I be your girlfriend? Then that's when you're in a position to say, that's fine. But um, my preference is not to date a gal that's posting provocative pictures of her in a bathing suit. Is this something that's going to continue? right? Or are you looking for something long-term? You know, maybe Jonah's old enough. He wants to have kids. I don't know. It seems like it because he just had a kid with this woman that he moved on to. So maybe that was his, his shtick, right? And she wasn't into it. But her whole thing over here at the top says, F it. See the, the misuse of boundaries. This is where he started to get called misogynist and controlling. Uh, unbelievable. This man sent shit like this. Uh, looks like it's him messaging her. Uh, smart. Hardy eyes, how you doing? She writes. He says, "Good. I want to see you." I don't see anything wrong with that. He's sliding into her DM, saying, "Hey, like this picture? Can I see you?" Would then be upset. I didn't read his mind and take down pics that I was once in a relationship with him. Holy hell, this is hypocritical. He is a batshit dude. Yep. Don't know who she's talking to there. Gaslight much? Uh, even the person I loved and shared my bed with uses me and can't just be like, "Yeah, you were super nice. It hurts so badly, but I'm done apologizing." I was so lovely to you. I don't know who wrote that to who. She being our couples therapist at the time. Dude, what do you need a couples therapist for if you're dating a girl for a year? If you need a couples therapist because you're dating for a year, don't be in that relationship. Relationships shouldn't be hard. They shouldn't be difficult. They should be easy and flow. This, this notion that you have to be in couples therapy, like you should be in the honeymoon phase for the first year. It should be all rainbows and butterflies for the most part. I don't know why people like this is the first sign that you're wasting your time with a shitty relationship that you have to go to therapy within the first year. Fuck that. She had me agree to paddle away from my any man that approached me on the water, no matter his age. I was instructed to say, I'm going to go and talk to my boyfriend and then paddle away. So this is, I guess, her. That makes me want to go stab someone. Wow. Who is this therapist? What? She was like enabling his possessive isolation. Wow. 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 I don't know who this is writing back and forth. Maybe that's a therapist. I don't know. Able and yes. Licensed professional. She instructed to come up with a safe word when Jonah was yelling. She instructed us to come up with a safe word for when Jonah was yelling at me. 
that's some fucked. It was pineapple. So she's talking to a friend of hers there, it seems. Why, why is she releasing this? Like, what is the benefit to, uh, sh like, is, is Jonah Hill being nominated for an Oscar or something? Has he been Me Too'd? I don't understand why this would come out a year later. Like, you part ways, you move on, just fucking, you know, go on with your life, right? Jonah, I'm so sorry. Okay, is this Jonah saying this? I'm sorry I said that. Icky to see how I took blame for him. I'm sorry I said that. I had a couple of beers and I'm just upset feeling that we can go, that we can't do surf social things without an uncomfortable situation arising that usually feels like my fault somehow. I feel you pull away and then feeling of being defective creeps in. I think I'm not socially intelligent enough to meet your needs as a partner. As a partner, there it is again. And then I get frustrated and angry at myself and just want to rip the Band-Aid off. I'm not good enough for you. Well, it would be a lot easier to understand who's speaking to who instead of saying being a partner, like being your girlfriend or being your boyfriend. This is this is why this stuff over here can get misunderstood very easily with the whole partner bullshit. In moments of conflict, my brain thinks you want to dump me because I'm not good enough for you and you're the greatest of all time and you can do better and you will immediately once you end things with me. You're right. We can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give regard to our cut off after that. You don't even get the rest of it. I'm not really sure how you're supposed to form a opinion on the facts if the facts keep getting left out or cut out. I don't know if it's intentional or not. Therapists think, I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I, li I literally am the best boyfriend on earth. Your therapist, number one boyfriend. I don't care for your misogyny. Okay, so this is him on the left with the gray, obviously, in this case. Uh, you're right. We can't do surf social things of real trust. Okay, so this is a continuation of the one from two slides ago. I've been vulnerable as possible. And I am telling you I'm needing you to step up to the plate, which you can. I'm sure of it, but these losers don't get your time. If you want me straight up, it's consideration. I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well. And your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness, not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. I have my own issues. If you want, okay, so now he's talking marriage and family. If you want marriage and family, you can't use the 25 cards. Step up and cut shit. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifice of mine. Okay, so clearly they're having a conversation about something long-term, whether that's living together, whether that's raising a family. They're starting to have conversations about marriage and family. And it sounds like to me, he's basically saying at this point, by these people, he meant any friend of mine that he hadn't personally approved of. Yeah. Is that is that really a misogynist? Is that really controlling if a guy says to a gal, hey, you want to have a family? You want to be with me? Cool. That's awesome. Let's go do it. But there's some people out there that are detrimental to our relationship. It's called setting healthy boundaries. Like if a gal goes out partying, and going to nightclubs and she's also talking about having kids and a family and she wants to go out with her girlfriends every weekend twice a week or, or something like that partying to the late hours of night she comes home passed out drunk half the time then that's it, it, it's entirely reasonable for a dude to say look you know if you're serious about this as a relationship i don't date women that party i don't date women that get you know pissed drunk every night and go out multiple times a week on, on an ongoing basis that's that's not what i do have fun right and they just kind of like Bless and release, let her go sort of thing. 
that makes me feel like you're testing me to see if you should keep me around or dump me because there's something wrong with me. I'm a nerdy, dorky, unaware, naive idiot socially. I hear you. These are your words, not mine. They're going back and forth. This is a warning to all girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Love you all. Call me if you need an ear. Good ears, seems certain. I made my boundaries clear. If you're please let go of some of them, you've made it clear, and I hope it makes you happy. Respect however you want to live your life. Sort of done with explaining myself. Okay, you guys were all three removed. Okay, so this is her removing things off social media, it seems. Three removed, not the video yet. It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? Yes, one that isn't of your ass in a thong. It's not a thong, but K. As far as other pictures, you are in a bathing suit, surfing or not. Not a thong, but K. I'm done. There's tons. I'm just going back in the past month. I mean, dude, she was a surfer when you met her. Did you think she was going to stop surfing when you got with her? Right? Like, unless she said, you know, I want to give this up and start popping out babies and, you know, be your wife sort of thing. It, you know, it's clear that there was a misalignment in where they were going you know, with this relationship sort of thing. He wanted family, it seems, and she wanted to surf. So how is that controlling? Just fucking part ways. I'm just over explaining myself. Screenshots of surf pics on my Insta feed. It looks like a stack of pics that, I don't know if she blurred them out or whatever. It's just constant. It doesn't reflect where we're at or where you say you want to be. I respect your skill and your surfing. I respect how you want to present yourself. I just want, it's just constant and doesn't reflect where we're at. Okay, surfing. I respect that you're hot and beautiful. I respect, however, that you want to live, but I also respect myself and what I'm interested in in my own life and what I let my heart, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude is just going on and on. Like, from from the guy's perspective, this shit looks weak. It's just him talking, 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 and she's not responding to any of this. She probably put her phone down or fucking shut down the app because she doesn't want to deal with it. That's weak, dude. <clears throat> it, it's state your point if she respects the boundary and she wants to be a part of it cool if not cool move on it's all right you're not a good fit it's not misogyny it's not hate it's not anti whatever it, it, it's it's like you're not a good fit that's it surfing with men so this is the other thing over here that we've already seen take some accountability and operate respect that's simple because i'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture and contest that place because I deserve now she's a hippie too right I mean like you can tell by her freaking feed that that she's got this nonchalant hippie sort of lifestyle you know vibe to her that's what she like you're not going to turn her into a square you know been more than patient this shit still here f that contest f that place f not respecting me always in every situation within surf culture or you don't get it and don't don't get me. It's hurtful and unacceptable to me. Get it. I don't know if you get it or care or give a shit about that shit more than after Dr. Stern. Dr. Stern is a couples therapist. We were seeing once a week for about four months. My God. This is like starting to get tiresome, you know, to me. I don't know about you guys. One last project before the little guy arrives. Fencing R. I would not date any of these people. People who present their internet presence over the over the relationship is not where I am in life, and it's fine if that's where you are. Wish you the best. Please stop sending this stuff. Thanks. Life will present real problems. These are unnecessary ones. Who is this? Who's Kelia Manaz? Is that his new? Is that his new girl? Dump him. Hmm. Anyway, 
weird, weird stuff. Gets it gets super. I don't know. What do you guys say? What do you guys say in here in the chat? Let me see what the uh, survey says here. Did Jonah Hill do anything wrong? Twelve percent of you say yes. Eighty-eight percent of you say no. I'll tell you what he did wrong. First of all, let's deal with the red flag, you know, situation. She is definitely a feminist. Uh, she's not like the purple-haired, uh, tatted-up, like standard one that that you would normally see everywhere. She's like more of the covert ones. She's like the hippie style, right? Um, and clearly, she's playing the victim card, which is what I warned you guys will end up happening if you get involved with a woman that is that that subscribes to feminist style or types of belief, right? That's what's going to happen. Um, and he's trying to set boundaries with somebody that you can't set boundaries with. It's the wrong fit. It's a bad fit. Um, let me see here. Number five, she keeps men from her past around. I don't know what the details of that were, but clearly that's something that bugged him, that she was connected with guys. Um, whether she was int intimate with them or not uh, is doesn't matter. It's it's a boundary that, as a dude, if you want to deal with a long-term relationship, you don't put your relationship at risk by letting her hang out with guys from her past, especially guys that she used to bang, right? Like exes and stuff like that. It's like, you know, let it go. You know, you're done with this guy. Let it go. Um, she's a bit of a party girl. Number nine, seeking validation, arguably, you know, posting pictures. Now, look, if her job is a professional surfer and she has a sponsor and she has to make a certain number of posts per week, per month, maybe she has products that she's endorsing uh board wax uh bikinis bathing suits something like that if that's her job then it's reasonable for her to want to continue that if that's not her job and it's a hobby then he's right there is some validation seeking you know behavior that exists there um what else was there those would have been the main ones there's there's basically three perhaps four uh party girl as well right um but how old is Jonah Hill? Let me just check here real quick. How old is Jonah Hill? Five. Yeah, he's he's definitely at a stage where he's like, he wants to have kids. And she's at a stage where she's like, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Don't tell me who to hang out with. I'm going to keep hanging out who I hang out with. Don't tell me what to post. I'm going to keep posting what I'm going to post. And that's fine. Why didn't you have that conversation when she came to you and said, yo, where do we stand? And you said, don't like women that do these things. Well, that's what I do. Okay, so that's fine. So let him let him carry on. Anyway, I think we've uh, covered those texts uh, enough. I don't think he did much wrong. He could have handled a lot better. You know, there's some just stupid things that irk me that grind my gears, like the word partner. We're partners. We're equal. Are you the same? Are men and women exactly the same? Not like knock off the partner stuff. It just sounds dumb as shit. Okay. Let's get to the uh, Q&A call-in segment. I got um, a quick ad reel that I'm going to run here and we'll be back in like a minute and a half. We'll take some call-ins. Looks like we got a few people waiting already. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplements and Grondike Soap Company. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplements. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure that you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients. And unlike cheaper supplements from China and plastic bottles, 
mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is in an easily digestible, bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. And I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and the beard oils are infused with bio-identical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Guys, check out my website at richcooper.ca for more information on booking me for coaching, my community, my courses, and a whole bunch more. You can also find all the useful links pinned below in the top YouTube comment of all my videos. Now let's get on with the show. All right, we're back. Let's dive into the Q&A segment. We got a few people waiting here. Um, just looking at Moff's comments. So guys, if you want to call in and ask a question on tonight's show, uh, please do so. The link is pinned at the top of the live YouTube chat. Just says call in and ask a question. It's the StreamYard link and uh, Moff will check you out in the green room. Make sure your audio and everything is solid. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, interesting. All right. So let's give it to, um, Gabriella here. Uh, Moff says here in the chat, answer anything. Dive. We got a situation ship with Gabriella too. Okay. All right. Let's hop it in. Let's do it. Gabriella, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I can barely hear you though. Can you turn up your mic or your volume a little bit? I'm not sure. Uh, it's, it's just my phone. Oh, okay. Maybe just pick up a little bit raise your voice a little bit for me or bring the phone closer. Um, is there anything that you disagree with, with what we just covered with this whole Jonah Hill thing? Like, what do you think of that situation? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like he knew who he was dating going into the relationship. So if things like that were going to be an issue for him, he should have never dated her. Yeah. I mean, I said it earlier, but the way that it should work is when you cross that when you cross the Rubicon and it's like, hey, you know, let's get into a relationship, like let's be exclusive, like you want to claim each other, then that's when you want to deal with, okay, well, leaning into the future, what kind of lifestyle are we going to have or share or build or life that we're going to build together? And if it's not aligned and she's like, I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And he says, well, I want to have a family. Those are two totally different paths. And absolutely, he should find somebody that's a better fit, not try to fit a square peg in a round hole. So I think that he did make a mistake. I think the whole misogynist and finger pointing on him is a little bit offside. I mean, what I know of him, I don't, I don't think that's it. Um, so that's a fair comment. Um, you're in a situation ship. It's, it, it sounds like here from the comments that you, that you were just on the whatever podcast and there was a talk about that. Can you, can you fill me in? Yeah. So I was just on the whatever podcast. Um, I talked a lot about, um, my current relationship situation ship. So, I was with my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend for the last three years. Um, he, I, I'm 28, he's 33, he lives with his mom. Um, he's a lawyer, he's financially stable. He just prefers to stay over there. 
and just his mom, not mom and dad. It's just mom. Uh, it's just his mom. He has a stepdad that just came back recently from Russia. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the past like year and a half, like two years, it's been just him and her. Um, okay. Yeah. So are you guys still seeing each other or like what exactly is like, Okay, I have an idea what a situationship is, but I think everybody's interpretation or, or definition of it is going to vary. Can you can you explain what the situationship looks like today? Um, so I broke up with him in January. Um, I dated a few other people. He dated a few other people. We ended up getting back together, and then I broke up with him again in June. Why did you guys break up in January and then again in June? Um, he, <laughs> I went on a trip in December and he just wasn't the greatest boyfriend. I went to go visit like one of my best friends um, in Florida over Christmas time, extended my trip, my trip like through the holiday and he doesn't really celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. And he basically like ignored me the entire time that I was there, hung up on me on Christmas, left me at LAX, like didn't pick me up. I had to take a $200 Uber to go mm -hmm. home. I was just really mad. So I ended up leaving him in January. Um, and then we ended up getting back together. And then the main reason that I got back together with him was because he was going to make a compromise that he was going to come over to my apartment more. Mm -hmm. um, but he hasn't made the compromise. So he wants me to always go over to his mom's house. And his mom doesn't like me. I don't really like his mom. So, yeah. So... Let me just go back to the trip down to Florida. So you, you live in LA, so you flew to Florida to visit a friend. Friend was yeah. a guy or a girl? A girl. And like a longtime friend that you've known? Uh, so she was from Florida originally, and she lived in LA. And then uh -huh. during COVID time, she went back to Florida. Yeah. We were like best friends when she was in LA. Okay. Did you guys have the talk by that point? Like, hey, you know, where do we stand? Are we going to be exclusive? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Or were you just sort of dating we, at that we time? We've been so? together for two years already. Okay, so for two years, all right. So that so that kicked off kicked off that, and then the second time that you guys broke up is because he wasn't coming over to your place. He hasn't really come over to my apartment at all for like the last three years, and I just like came to a realization that that's kind of weird, and was kind of putting my foot down, like, hey, you need to come over here more, and he said that he would do that if I got back together with him, and he just never did. And he was just saying, like, I'm a lawyer. I don't have time for it. I'm like, I'm a tech recruiter. I don't have time for to go to your mom's. Like, Why does he live with his mommy? Um, I think they've always been really close. And, like, they live in a large house. And he doesn't want her to be alone. Okay. It's his house or is it her house? It's her house. So he lives in her house. Does he have any other siblings? He has one other brother who lives in one of his mom's other houses and the stepdad here. lives there too or he doesn't live there he just moved back in the, the mom back. is like a little bit crazy so the stepdad left a little bit crazy so stepdad left and you don't get along with mom yeah. that's kind of an awkward scenario isn't it yeah. and like why would you uh, okay. i mean i'm trying to picture this i'm 33 i live with my mom in a big house how big is the house it's like five bedrooms like is it like big enough where it's like he's got his West Wing and you can do whatever no. you want in the West Wing and nobody can hear anything and it's just no. like your own area of the house. Okay, so it's all together. Okay, 
So I'm 33 and I'm living with my mom. He's yeah. on the second floor and his mom is on the first floor. So okay, so Okay, so I'm 33. I'm living with my mom and I work as a lawyer. L lawyers' jobs suck at 33 because you're working long ass hours, right? Like Max wife's a lawyer, so I know what that's like. Because um, you got to climb, you know, the ranks, you know, putting your time. So that sucks. So he's got a point with the whole travel thing. How far away do you live from him? 15 minutes. That's not far. I and would. My, my apartment is closer to his job than his is. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I and would. He works remotely. Friday and Monday. So it doesn't really like he can definitely like stay here if he if he really wanted to. No, that sounds weird. Um I mean I'm I mean I remember back when I met my girlfriend, she was living with her parents. Um and she always came over to my house. It was never like, you know, come over to my parents' house and hang out with me That's over there because that would just be weird. Um It's weird. It's weird. That shit's not normal. I get like, you know, like the lawyer in the long hours and they like to be in control of stuff. Like if you get with a lawyer, you have to understand like their whole day is arguing back and forth with the other side. And their point is they, they always do their best to get the best possible final draft that serves them and their clients so they can have that win. Right. So that's, that's something you're always going to deal with when you deal with a lawyer. I tell guys all the time, don't date lawyers, right? Like, don't get involved with women that are lawyers because they're going to run your life unless you like that. Like unless you like your life run and being with somebody like that bossy, most guys at my level don't. So I just discourage it. I say, don't do it. It's not, it's not going to be a great experience. So you're dealing with that, which is why he's so firm about not coming over. You know, something doesn't go his way, hangs up. He doesn't pick you up at the airport, lets you take the Uber home. That's what you're going to deal with, with a guy that's in that profession. Right. And he's always and he's showing you these, these cards. Right. What's your long term goal? Like, what are you looking for? You're looking for a boyfriend. You're looking for family. You said you're 28, right? Yeah, I'm 28. Um, I mean, ultimately, I do want to get married, have kids. I could see that with him, but I just it would have to be past the whole like you'd end up living with his mom. Yeah. But you, yeah, I was going to say, like, you'd end up living in his mom's house with I, them. I mean, he and you don't even get along like, with her. Yeah, but so actions express priorities. I mean, he also said that he was going to come and see you too, right? Right, exactly. So, I mean, he doesn't have the best track record of like being able to trust him on his promises. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's the same. It might be best to just move on. I don't know. Yeah, it's the same thing with, um, you know, watching behaviors versus words, right? Actions express priorities. If, if, if somebody says one thing, but they do something else, you have to always believe the behavior, right? Same thing goes for women, like watch the dude, you know, if he says something, but he does something else, watch the behavior, right? Trust, trust the behavior, because that's the best indicator of what you're dealing with and what he's going to do going forward in the future. So it doesn't sound like a good fit to me. Like, why are you playing the situation ship card still? Like, why are you still seeing this? Um, I think like, I'm really sad without him and I'm really bad at breakups. Mm -hmm. So I almost would rather just stay with him and just not go through it right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, if you're if you're willing to enter his frame and do everything that he wants, go to him all the time, you know, live with them, you know, when he wants to settle down and stuff like that, then you're going to have to make those concessions. But I would not want to. I mean, I just can't see in any environment or situation where it would be cool living with my girlfriend and one of her parents. Well, the thing is, 
thing is, like, when I first started dating him, he was, like, fresh out of law school. So I just thought it was going to be a phase. Like, I thought he was, like, moving Doesn't home, seem like didn't it. have a job, whatever it was. He's lived with, like, his ex-girlfriends in the past. So I thought he would just eventually move out. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it, I don't think it's going to happen. Even his mom would tell me, like, to my face, like, he's not moving with you. Is he Italian or Portuguese or something? He's Russian. Okay. All right. Well, same thing. You know, living with mom. Um, is your place uncomfortable? Is it is it tiny? Is there nowhere to park a car? It's it's in the middle of Sherman Oaks, like a nice part of the valley of LA. And he can it's, park his car somewhere? Yeah, it's, it's easy. I would give him my parking spot in the lot, like, yeah. if, if he wanted it. He just never really... He comes for one hour on Wednesday evenings. Uh, look, I wouldn't do situationships on either side, whether it's guys or gals, right? A situationship sounds to me like it's kind of like in limbo. It's halfway. Time flies, Gabriella. Okay, like time moves really, really fast in life. And before you know it, you're going to be 40, you're going to be 50, you're going to be 60. If you don't deal with like time, in my opinion, it actually feels, and I hate using the word feels, but it actually feels like it moves faster the older you get. Like your 20s moves a lot slower than your 40s. Right. Sure. So you so you have to be aware that situationships are just time eaters. They're time wasters. If your goal is long term with this guy, you see a future. And his thing is he's not, you know, coming to see you or you have a difficult time with his mom. It ain't gonna get better. I know. I I think from like everything that I've read from like the comments from like the whatever podcast like listening to my friends like it may just be time to move on um sounds like it yeah good luck with that though Thank did you. you have any other questions um no I, okay I guess that's it. all right you take care thank you see ya ciao all right let's uh i got fang here and then i'll take anna next we got a few others moff's busy in the green room getting you guys in let's get fang here Fang, what's up, buddy? You got a holding company hey. planning to get married? Yes. Uh, hi, Rich. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. I just want to say that the, the girl uh, in the previous one, uh, I, I think she got cement plate. <laughs> could be. That Yeah, could could be because uh, that, that's what I used to do. Um, so uh, the reason why I come here is that I'm, I used to spin plate and now um, got a queen. Um, not found a queen, the queen rice. Um, so okay, yeah, you got a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm 34. Uh -huh. uh, I'm living in the city of Toronto, uh -huh. and I have my assets under the holding company. So, mm -hmm. um, with this girl, uh, it's been more than two years. Um, mm -hmm. I would like to have kids. So, whether I get married or not, uh, you know, in the city of Toronto, is considered as common law and things like that. So after two years, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do want to have kids. So my question is, um, to protect the assets. Yes. What's your? Uh, okay. I mean, I don't want to ask you questions like what's your net worth. So let's just assume that you've got more than what she does. Is that what we're dealing with here? Yeah, way more. And I, I'm gonna retire her. You're gonna retire her, so she's gonna be a stay-at-home mom. Yes. It's, yeah. Okay. Basically. She's Asian. Yes, it's Asian. Yeah. Same same uh, background culture. Um, not really. Not really. Where are you so, from and where is she from? 
originally I'm I'm from the beta CCP of China. Um, okay. She's from uh, Vietnam. Okay, so she's Vietnam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, man. Um, I have seen a lot of guys um, deal with Asian women in marriages, and for some reason, I don't know if it's just specific to Asian culture for a certain degree, but they can turn pretty hard on you after you guys get married, right? Like, definitely yes. What do you guys call them? Dragon, dragon moms, dragon wives. There's like a word for um, it. yeah, tiger, tiger, tiger wife. mom. That's it. Yeah, yeah tiger mom. Yeah. yeah. Look, man. Um, so you're gonna have to talk to a family lawyer about structuring assets in such a way that they're that they're protected from any sort of nefarious behavior. If that's what you're worried about. Um, that's true. Yeah. Maybe a family trust will do it. Maybe throwing assets in uh, your family's name, your mom's name, your dad's name, your brother's name. Like I've seen people do that. They'll put a bear trust agreement behind it so they don't actually own anything. Who was that soccer player? He was in the media a couple of months ago. There was that um, Moroccan soccer player. His wife wanted to get divorced. Uh, she was a Spanish uh, newscaster. And they went through his assets and it turned out everything that he had was in his mom's name, even his income. The, mm. the, the, the paycheck that he got went to his mom instead of, instead of to him. And then it, and then he got like an allowance off it, right? Like this is how, <laughs> these, these are the, these are the lengths that some guys will go to, to try to protect their assets. And believe it or not, it actually worked for him. Right. Yeah. I, I, so I did far. Google. Yeah. Sorry, I, I did Google, um, some cases in, in in the city of Toronto, and yeah. they um, some people do that, uh, the, put it under the different names, um, and the wife is still able to tell the judge, hey, uh, he's doing this and this, then they're so, still able to get this Yeah, so there's something called fraudulent con conveyance in Canada. Creditors bring right. it up a lot where, so here's an example. Um, husband and wife uh, own house, a bunch of assets, they're worth $3 million. Husband decides that he's going to file for bankruptcy. So he takes all of his assets and puts them all in his wife's name. Files for bankruptcy six months later. The creditors can file a, a petition to turn back the clock on the title of those assets coming off his name and going in his wife's name because he did it to protect the assets so they wouldn't go through the bankruptcy. You see what I'm saying? So fraudulent conveyances is something that creditors rely on when it comes back to turning back the clock and stuff like that. I don't know what that is for family law. You'd have to talk to a family lawyer, but if you do well in life and you've got a lot of assets, I would spend an hour or two and find a family lawyer and say, Hey man, um, looking to get married. Gal's great, but I've got substantially more than what she does. Uh, I want to make sure that I've got a little bit of an insurance policy. What, what is the best way for me to structure this here in Toronto and go about it? You might have to wait two years before you get engaged with her because he might say, well, Take all of your assets, put them in your dad's name or put them in your brother's name and then wait two years and then go get married after that. Right. Like that might be the advice that you get. So I would not rely on a random dude on the Internet that you talk to just because you like my shit or it might make sense. This is legal advice and I'm not a lawyer and you need to talk to a lawyer to get some right. legal advice on this one. Right. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's basically all. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Thanks for popping right, thanks. in. Thanks. Thanks, Rich. All right. Um, guys, the link to join in and ask a question is pinned at the top of the live chat. So hit it, come on in. I mean, you know, whether you agree or disagree with me, let me know what's up. Um, let's see here. We got, 
Anna here, which we'll bring in next. It looks like she doesn't agree. She will share a high value man. All right. Anna, what's up? Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome. So it says Thank here, Muff says that uh, you don't agree that you'll share a high value man. So is this a disagreement with something that I've said or is this just a statement? No, no. Um, okay. I think I, he asked me like what was one thing that stood out and it did uh -huh. stick, stick in my brain from the, the show that I did with um, the other show. Okay. And you heard, if, if you heard any of it, I agreed with almost everything that they talk upon with regards to the women that lack empathy, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. One thing I will not do, and I don't, there's no justification behind it. This is just also my personal perspective. In my culture, the way we operate, women definitely do not openly share. And when I say openly, unfortunately, the men are known to cheat in my culture, but mm. we don't openly share. Mm. And we're not bred or brought up to say, okay, yeah, I welcome four or five different women. Mm. It's just What's not going to happen. So my background is Basque, uh, Scottish, and Cuban. Basque? Basque, the Basque country, north of Spain and France. Oh, okay. Territory, yeah. is it? Or a kingdom? Yes, it's a region, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They've always, they, I mean, if you're from there, they've always been, uh, you know, fighting, so on and so forth, you know, to separate yeah. themselves, which is why it's called Basque country. Got but it. yes, it is. It's attached to and a part of Spain and France. So that's yeah, just that's... the one thing that I didn't agree with with Myron. And I... I Again, it's personal preference. I just, I'm not good at sharing and I don't feel like I need to. For me, yeah, let me ask you all I about hear that, is drama. That just says drama. Yeah, so that's a talking point that you'll hear from a lot of the Mano Swamp type of creators where they're like high value men, you know, should be able to cheat or they should be able to get away with it, blah, 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 sort of thing. And I think the part that's that's missing. So you said that, what did you say exactly? Something along the lines of, um, you don't openly do it, right? So, yeah. So in our culture, um, we protect the house and the, the husband or the man of the house always knows. And this is something we were, we were brought up with. And again, mm. it's not that we openly accept it. It's just understood that as long as the house is, you know, kept reserved. safe and it's reserved, then no one can obviously permeate, you know, permeate through the walls and it's not a glass house so on and so mm. forth. We're good. We're golden. It's got, we have to stay strong. If, mm. if anyone, if any woman can come and, and, and basically blow down our house, it's like a, a house of cards. So mm. it was always known that men in our culture will cheat, have a mistress, mm. have their second home. Sometimes it's, but they'll never, they're never going to leave or put that woman first before the primary wife. It's just okay. not the case. Now, you wouldn't be excited about to, that, but you would be okay with that. It's not that I would be okay or not okay. It, the, the point is, I cannot control everything a man's going to do. He's going to do whatever he wants. And the more power, the more money, and the more status he has, it comes with the territory. So mm -hmm. going as far as saying, you know, you're a movie star, you're an A-lister, and these girls think that they're going to date someone and be the only girl on his roster, that's mm -hmm. what you don't understand. You're on a roster. Mm -hmm. So the more money, the more status, the more likely he's going to have you times 20 times a hundred for me. That's why they ask, Oh, would you go for a mediocre man? It's not going for a mediocre man or, or settling. It's, I know where I stand. I know I'm first of all, right now I know I'm older, but even when I was uh, as young as the other girl, Gabriela was, I've always been this way. I've always dated older men. Even when I was in my early twenties, I've always been, 
uh, more attracted to the brain, and I've mm -hmm. always been a sapiosexual person. Sapiosexual? Um, okay, explain what a sapiosexual is. Uh, sapiosexual for me, it, you know, it's I'm turned on by the brain, and I've always been attracted to someone's passion for knowledge and 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 the success of of their passion. So, for me, if I see a man in power, I'm I'm completely attracted to that, and I then I have to, so be, I have to be careful. So it's not that you're attracted to his brain, that you're more attracted to his influence and his status then, right? Well, for me, I consider success the, the power of the brain. So the more intelligent they are for me, I, I consider that to be more successful and powerful. Okay. Um, how old are you, Anna? 40, 41 now. Okay. And you said you've dated a lot of older guys. Have yeah. they all cheated on you? Like, have you guys... Uh, no, not all of them. The majority have. So my picker's always been off. So definitely, I would never be able to give that type of advice. The only thing I can tell you is I've learned what I do not want. And I definitely do not want someone in my culture. It's just, I already know what they're like. And that's what I stay away from. Latinos, not, I don't do well with them. Mm. I prefer American men and... The ones that I haven't cheated, unfortunately, I just haven't been in the right um, time in my life. It's, it hasn't been the right chapter in my life. So it's so, been unfortunate. So let me pose a scenario to you. You meet a guy, he ticks off all the boxes. He, you know, he's boom, 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 boom. Okay, he's, he's got them all. You guys move in together, you've got a household. Right? Okay. You're now living together. He sometimes steps out. He doesn't do it to embarrass you. He doesn't take some random mistress to a restaurant that he takes you to. He, he won't take her anywhere where one of your friends might see it and takes a, a picture and texts you and says, Hey, Anna, look, look, look who he's with over here. Look what he's doing. He doesn't go out of his way to embarrass you. Right. But he, but he comes home to you. He loves you. He takes care of everything, takes care of the kids, all this sort of stuff. Is that a, a problem for you? Is that something that you would be, I mean, you would be excited about it, but would you proceed? Would you stay with him? Depends Honestly. on the Honestly. it depends on the circumstances. Do we have children? Children for me are more of a priority to this legacy. And let's unfortunately, yeah. Let's say what? Let's say you guys have kids. Um, I would have to weigh out the the situation for sure. I would definitely have to weigh out the situation. I he mean, takes care of you, takes care of the house, pays. I, the bills, I would be lying to you. you. I'd be lying to you if I would, if I didn't say for sure. I would not take him back. I'd be lying. I don't know. I don't know. So, like, he, here's the thing, right? Because sharing a guy knowingly, being embarrassed about it, that's the part that seems to get the gals, right? Is you don't want to be embarrassed. Mm, I don't want the drama. I'm you not good with drama. You don't want the drama. You don't want some girl showing up at your front door, knocking on it, going, pregnant with his baby, right? No, I don't. Right. So it's the embarrassment factor. For me, absolutely. I, 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 have, I have a sense of pride and I'm okay with making sure that the house is always protected. I can't teach a kid, my kids to not follow in that footsteps. I can't yeah. teach my kid to be strong based on lies. It's yeah, just, it's interesting. It's, it'll you know, be a lie. Because, because I have a chapter in my book where I talk about things like monogamy and non-monogamy and stuff like that. And it's like, Throughout history, the most successful guys have always had access to more women because they're successful, right? And we know that women, like, I'm sure you have girlfriends that would rather date a married guy than to be with a loser that lives in his mom's basement, right? Because I, I, 
not going to reference that subject because it's that was because a whole other subject. <laughs> yeah, but yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, happen. that's why I'm saying like all the men in my family, again, when I say they're successful, yeah. I don't know what they've done. I don't yeah. know if they've stepped out. Do we, do I doubt that they have or haven't or have thought about it or have had maybe some conversations or uh, they've been attacked? I don't know. Is it likely? Probably. The prob the probability is extremely high. Women, extremely high. So women don't get excited if it's overt. If it's if it's rubbed in your face, if you you know if you come home and there's another woman's panties in your bed, I mean if you see like a hair somewhere, that's don't not bring yeah don't bring anything to my dark. house right don't bring anything to my house. Don't there's bring plenty of this don't, this universe this universe keeps on getting larger. There's don't bring any like there's plenty of women home. and men go somewhere else. Don't bring any diseases home. Don't, don't bring any diseases for me. Like I said to don't to boss, me. yeah for me it's a it's a health risk yeah. because I have a house with children and myself. And I also do not want to have to explain things when a child should just be living as a child. Learn mm -hmm. what you need to learn, which is you, learn survival, learn to be a kid, learn how to be a, a teenager, learn how to be a young adult, learn how to respect your, author your authorities and go from there. But if you don't know how to handle that, how can you teach your kid one thing from one side of your face and then show them something else from the other side of your face? It's very difficult to do. Very do difficult. You, do you have children from a past marriage? No, but every single person that I've dated and on a serious, like that I've taken very seriously and considered marriage mm. have had children. Um, even when I was extremely young, my ex had an 18 year old and I was in my early twenties, which mm. is extremely difficult to do. And then the one that didn't have children, he um, had cancer. And we, our conversations were more about if we do have children, mm. what are we looking at? Mm. Are we looking at, you passing it to them? Am I going to be um, a widow? Am I? My level of conversation has always been a little different, so I can't expect everyone to understand how I think. So to answer all of your questions, I'm a little bit on another level with regards to how I've, I guess, had my experiences dealt to me on the cards course, that I've been course. dealt. But I mean, like. At the end of the day, humans aren't very good at monogamy. We're kind of nope. monogamish. We're more of a one person at a time sort of species, right? That is, the, I think that's the best way to, to see it. It's definitely one person at a time. I've always told girls that guys which, can love a lot of women, yeah. but women are not built that same way. Exactly. And I mean, like, see, here's the thing. Like, the argument goes, I don't want to share a guy. But in the past, you've definitely shared guys, as yeah. have a lot of women, most yeah. women, in fact. It's it's very very rare that you're going to get a guy and a gal that pair bond, have intimacy, get married, have a family, and they never share their bodies with anybody else. It's very rare now. Today, I call bullshit. Anybody anybody's ever said that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure it happens in some strong. Religious culture. Really, I'm gonna say strong religious like culture. Maybe things like that. You know, certain parts of the world. But I was gonna say, yeah, certain regions, like maybe in Greenland, maybe in Antarctica. Well, they're pretty promiscuous you know. up in Greenland and Iceland. Really? Oh yeah, they're very promiscuous in those cultures, especially in Iceland. This is new to me. Iceland is oh, the single yeah. mommy capital of the world outside of the United States. What is? Not. What is it? Iceland. It's one of the single mommy capitals of the world where there's a lot of uh, women, a lot of kids, different fathers. Anyway, um, so 
the, so the point that you kicked off was, you know, that you're not down with sharing, but you're okay with sharing provided it's not rubbing in your face. There's no disease. You're not embarrassed. And you've got a, a strong relationship with a guy. It's not an ongoing thing, right? Like, it's not like no. fellas where it's like Saturday nights with Anna and Friday nights with the No, girlfriend. no, no. What I mean is, what I mean, what I mean, and this is because I've been through this, where I had to decide, am I going to be able to deal with this? Because if I forgive him, I'm walking down the, the slippery slope of he'll probably do it again. So mm -hmm. I'm not one to say, okay, go ahead. You're going to have your, your fun and you're going to have your hall pass constantly or once a month. No, not at all. It's if he slips and we get past it, great. If it built, makes us stronger, awesome. Um, do I think I'm going to leave him if he messes up? Probably not. If he's extremely successful with the way I, I, I love men to just be super successful, it's just it's what attracts me to them it's something that's going to come with the territory. Mm -hmm. Now, am I going to, like I said, am I going to be happy with him having me and then another chick permanently? I'm not, I'm not sure I'm good with it anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm at an age where I'm just, and it's not even that I'm old. It's just, I'm at an age where I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like it. So yes, it might be a lonely road, but I mean, thank God I look at 40 right now. Oh, okay. Now what? What is your dating strategy at 40 right now? Like, what are you looking for? Let's see. My dating strategy is definitely where I have a long, li longer list of what I will not put up with. And with everything that I've experienced and every everyone that I've learned from and everything that I learned from, I always end up offering more. And n my network and the net worth of my network always brings more value. So my valuation of the quality has shifted to where... So Can I hang this. out with let's this person do, and care? Okay, so let's do a little bit of a sales pitch here, right? Okay, because we've got your Instagram <laughs> here at the bottom. Okay, so Anna is is signal single. So what is it that you bring to the table for a man today? Uh, today, the only thing I know for a fact that I bring more than than most chicks is my my experience and knowledge of the no fucking drama. I don't do drama. Two is my family are very well known in my in this city so that's always a plus because that last story you talked you talked about there's no fucking way i'm gonna live with someone's mother i'm just not gonna do it second let's see third on the list is what i just said the network of people for opportunities for the different um sectors of business but i can probably introduce them to somebody that will do business with them okay well, let me just stop you for a sec so you, like you're talking about no drama you're talking about boundaries but you haven't really said what you what you bring to the table though uh i bring to the table let me see um I'm, you want me to be very frank i'm extremely good in bed yeah. uh let's see um so is every other woman anna i don't care about them i care about me you asked about me i really don't care about them okay. i could give three fucks about them i care about what i bring to the table no, and if they're willing to sit across me than other okay. women so i'm just wondering you know what the extra umph is you know that you're that you're offering men today the extra umph the one thing i don't like drama Drama for me is a big thing and they don't realize it until they have it in their face constantly because mm -hmm. that's what they do. That's why they also change girls. As soon as they're drama, they go to the next one. You do realize though that you're not bringing anything new or different to the table than what other women do. Like every woman will say, I'm the best in bed. Every woman will say, Oh no, no, I didn't say that. Especially, didn't especially say that. over the age of about 35, 40, they start saying things like I don't do drama. Right. So you're not, you're not, bringing anything new to the table here that i'm i mean I'm, i mean i'm trying to sell you to my audience anna right like we got your instagram no you're here. fine I, you the, the thing is one thing i can't i can't i can't lie to you is i'm not the i'm not obviously 
at the age that most of the guys that your audience would want. So I've already dealt with all that. And I don't really, I'm never going to lie to them. Mm. I'm not for everyone. I am not going to perceive myself or lie to myself saying I'm the best out there because no one's, they're still looking. Guys are always going to be looking. And even what they think is the best, they're still going to always be looking. So I'm never going to be worried that I'm bringing something more or better than the next girl. I could give three fucks about what she's bringing. The person that likes me is going to like me. And I'm fine with that. If they don't like me, go to the next girl. And I'll literally point you in the right direction. I'm going to make the man that I'm with feel like an alpha. And I'm going to make sure that he has no problems until the day he wants to leave. Mm. And that's it. I just know that I'm good. I'm good. I can cook. I can clean. I can do laundry. Um, I'm good in bed. I may not be the best because I'm never going to, I don't know what the best is. And I don't know if my best might be best to him. But other than that, um, no kids, no baggage. That's a good thing. And at my age for my age. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Um, I probably can help them with their business. Most chicks can't do that at my age because they're too selfish. Most Mm -hmm. of them are. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? Give me something. Get, why don't you do this? Why don't you give me a checklist, and I'll tell you the truth if I fit it or don't fit it for what a guy considers per, the one percenter. Well, let's let the suitors DM you that. Uh, so the so the last question I have for you is: What do you do for a living? So I source I source raw land for commercial uh, developer, okay. so industrial, and then um, I also do a lot of consulting on the side. For people that don't know how to run their business because they're running it into the ground. And then the fitness modeling, I had to stop it after I had a, um, a odd accident uh, close to a year ago and I got hit in the head. So I had to deal with that. Okay. All right. Fellas, if you if you dig Anna's vibe, there's her Instagram. <laughs> Hit her up. She's, she's single. She's, she's single and ready to mingle. All right, boys? You are terrible. You're horrible. <laughs> but thanks. I appreciate it. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. All right. Um, I got Rafi here. Let's see what Moff's got for me here with Rafi. I want to ask about friends with Dean and girl. Okay, let's see what we got here. Rafi, what's up, buddy? You're muted, by the way. You got to take that line out of your mic. Take it off. How's it going? Right, what do you got for me? Okay, so I had I had a question, and yeah. it's a pretty solid question. I, I think I handled it very well. This is about a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine. Okay. I'm, I'm quite, I can say I'm, I'm quite unplugged, thank God. Uh, so the, this is a very close guy, friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years and mm-hmm. he started dating a girl maybe two years ago and they've broken up constantly. The craziest part about this girl is that she, I hooked up with her before he knew her. And then several other of our friends. You hooked did. up with her before he knew her. Does he know that? He knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I told him before they were dating and he dated her knowing this, which is wild to me, but that's okay. Hey, Anyhow, they they were dating on and off, and he. I'm pretty sure she took his. Vir- excuse me, she took his virginity. He's one. He, he's been in a due to religion. He, I think he's the only friend I've had growing up that stayed a virgin that long. Okay. Uh, so long story short, I think the sex was great, and I think that's why she. That's why he stuck around. And I say that from from my my own personal knowledge, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, and I would tell him, I was, in the beginning, I said, hey, man, listen, I, I was shocked when he told me they were dating, honestly. And he knew I was surprised. But then he he went through with it. And I said, hey, man, listen, you're my boy. You know, I support you. And as time went on, I noticed that she was pretty disrespectful to him. Mm-hmm. Pretty disrespectful in public. She's like that. She's very, uh, very out there. She's very much an extrovert, but she's kind of attention seeking. Mm-hmm. So... 
at the end, I, came, I confronted him and I said, hey, man, listen, I, I support whatever makes you happy. I don't think this is the girl for you. And then all of our other friends came forward and said the same thing. Now he says he broke up with her, but he keeps going back for the sex. And then she kind of reels him in. Mm -hmm. What would you say that I haven't told him in terms of, dude, you just you got to move on? How old is he? He is my age. He's 29, just turned 29. He was, he was a virgin until he was 29. He was no, I think he was a virgin until maybe he was twenty eight. He was doing. Okay. He's a good looking guy. That's the funny. He's not one of these dweeby dudes. I'm really. I'm not friends with people like that. Okay. He, because of religion, he is. He's a religious guy. Religious Jewish, to be clear. Yeah. And it's wild to me because I'm very much not. You know, I've. Yeah. Well, look, man. I mean, you know, the guy's first. He never. He never really knows what to do after that. You know, if it doesn't work out, right? And I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to think back because that was a long time ago, right? That's, that's like, she's, she's pretty sticky. Like, even if she's crazy, you know, she's pretty sticky. Like you're going to have a hard time forgetting about her. You're going to have a hard time moving on from her. I'm guessing that she's just sort of like banged him, dated him sort of thing. And then she dumped him. You know what, what it happened? is? You know what it is, Rich? And it's funny because I just, I wanted to get your perspective, but she she's attracted to him physically but he can't lead her he also he lives with his parents of course um and she's missing that component which is funny because i've always given that energy to her but i would never yeah. date i would never date a girl like that especially i would never date a girl that hooked up with one of my friends absolutely not yeah well look man that's that's a deal breaker right off the bat you shouldn't be oh. getting serious with a chick that was hooking up with one of your friends that's that's one of the first areas that he's making a major mistake in which he has to re recalibrate and square his head away at. It's like, dude, like I was just there and now you're in there. You see like how that's strange. Like, does that not compute for you, my friend? Like there's 8 billion people on the planet. Half of them are women. You don't <laughs> think you can find somebody else. Right. It's yeah. What's her story though, right? I mean, if she's hooking up with you, that means that she's hooking up with other guys too, right? Oh, this girl's far from innocent, dude. This girl is that's what was so mind boggling to me. And I, by the way, after like this, when you say far from in innocent, like are we talking the village bicycle here? Uh, back in high school, she was a bit of a bit of a you know, she she okay. not, yeah, dude, it, it was mind blowing to me. I introduced him to a lot of this content because I said, I, I quite frankly, I've been around the block a little bit, yeah. Um, a lot of it so i've gained a lot of this knowledge but i i love your content rollo's content uh because i i reassuring all of this to me is just it's it's been very helpful so i've i've helped him a lot i said dude the truth the fact of the matter is you don't have enough experience you need to get out there more you need to get laid more and then you won't she won't be as special to you you realize that at the end of the day she wasn't what you thought she was and once you get some more ass, uh, you will have a much easier time moving on. Is he um, is he hardcore like um, religious Jew? He's like not Orthodox? or he's not hardcore. He's he's of Moroccan Jewish origin. So when uh -huh. they're religious, they aren't necessarily. He's not a prude, but he, you know he's gotten his dick sucked over the years. But he's okay. You know he he the virgin thing was important. They they can be very strict about certain things. So, so why doesn't he apply those standards to his, you know, the woman that he's going to invite into his life, right? Like he's let this low caliber garden tool into his life that's spent her high school years running around and even doing it in her 20s. How old is she? She's a little older than him now. What is she, 30? So she's even older than him, which is another red flag.
Oh, right. dude, it's full of red flags. It, it's it's he just just you know what? Give him give him my chapter on red flags. You can just print up a PDF. You just opt into the email list and print it up. Just give him that chapter on red flags and just say here, read this, and you tell me how many of these you want to start ticking off that you know she's got. And you know what, my friend, you can you know you can chase her, you can get married to her, you can make her your girlfriend, you can put a bunch of babies in her if you want. I will stop, dude. I will literally stop the wedding. I'm well. Well, the point that I'm getting at is he needs to arrive at that himself. You can't tell him, bro, she's no good for you, right? He need like guys need to arrive at this is not a good decision and I am going to ruin my life himself. And the red flag chapter is essentially written in such a way that anybody can get it that's got half a brain in their head where it's like obvious to them. Have you read my book? I, I haven't. I haven't. I want to say I have. I want to say I want. No, I, that's cool. Not everybody reads that. Um, and we've got the and a lot of your videos. Yeah. So, so the tickers on the bottom, guys. If you're newer to the channel, go to entrepreneursandcars.com forward slash red dash flags. You can download the chapter for free. You don't even have to buy the book. Um, just download it for him, Rafi. Give it to him, and I would say, look, go through this, and you tell me how many of the red flags she's got. You can get married to this woman. You can put babies in her. You can make her your girlfriend if you want but your life will be unnecessarily complicated, right? If that's what you want, if you want to complicate your life unnecessarily, if you want to invite crazy into it, that's cool. We probably ain't going to be hanging out that much though. That's the way that I would handle it, right? Because honestly, dude, why do you want a, a close friend, an idiot that's gullible, persuadable, and stupid that is going to make bad choices? Because at the end of the day, if he's your boy and you're hanging out and you're doing stuff, He's going to invite chaos into your life as well, too, at some point. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's valid. I'm very cognizant of that. It's like it, I know that that's hard for guys to hear. You know, when I say you need to be fastidious with the people that you spend time with, but you do, right? Like you have to have boundaries. And it's not just boundaries and dating, you know, with women or like whatever it happens to be, but you have to have boundaries with friendships as well too the people that you're going to do business with the people that you're going to roll with the circles that you're going to travel in right you have to set some standards you know you want to get great results out of life raise your standards and that's basically what you're telling your friend to do is raise your standards right like don't invite dipshits into your life yeah 100% I, I think he's I think he's finally I think he's fine I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the benefit of the doubt I think he's finally come to terms with it he said mm -hmm. they're done I mean listen That'll, that's on him. He's, he, I live in Florida. He lives in New York now, so I don't see him very often. Mm -hmm. uh, moved. I grew up in New York. I moved here four years ago, so I, I don't see him very often, but uh, I've been very straight with him about it. I've been very frank with him. He's an adult. He has to decide. Exactly. But uh, I, I did want to ask, now that we're, we're on the live, I host a podcast myself. Okay. Uh, it may not be the best time, but I mm -hmm. just was wondering if we could, if we could connect. I've had uh, Adam Rolo, Michael Sartain, a couple of other guys. Shoot me an email. It's on the about tab of the uh, YouTube channel, and you know, just send me a link to the um, podcast and uh, dates that you're available, and I'll uh, I'll take a look at it. Okay, awesome. Much yeah. appreciated. Thanks. All right, Rafi. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Yep. You bud. All right. Um, let's see what else we got here. Moff, you got anything else for me, bud? Uh, the call-in link is at the top there. What time we got here? I probably have time for one or two more. If there's anybody else that wants to hop in. Um, let's see what's going on here in the live chat. Steph says the unplugged alpha book is hands down the best ROI money can buy my man right there. Get it. Okay. Don't be shy. It's on Amazon. 
It will change your life if you're a plugged in beta male. Trust me. Um, that is honestly the highest compliment that I ever receive is people are like, I wish I knew this shit 20 years ago. So if you're sitting on the fence, get to know the material because it makes a big difference in the way that you navigate life and the choices that you make, women that you invite, invite in your life, the things that you do, the level of excellence that you're going to chase. I talk about a lot of stuff in that book, not just women. I talk about motorcycles and fighting and all kinds of stuff. Get with it. Um, and again, if you just want like a sample of what's in the book, just get on my email list and get that free chapter and start with that. Um, worth on the dating sites. Let me see here. 6'3", 190 pounds, late 40s, net worth 10 mil. Women on dating sites don't know it and reject me quite often. Well, don't lead with your wallet, Yankee Doodle, um, but also don't hide your wealth. I think that one of the mistakes that a lot of guys make is they're like so petrified that women are going to steal their shit and they're all gold diggers. And, you know, you just end up squirreling in a way and driving some piece of shit car or wearing bad clothes and not projecting who you are as a man. If you're worth 10 mil, I hope you have a nice car and you dress nice, and you, when you go out, you do cool shit that's interesting and you're captivating, right? Uh, the big mistake that I, that I see a lot of is I see a lot of successful older guys, I shouldn't even say older, I should say seasoned men that hide their wealth and are petty with it and are boring as shit. Don't be boring, be, be captivating. You know, You can do anything to a woman except for bore her. Make sure that you entertain them. Women don't reject funny, captivating, influential, um, networked men, right? And you're saying that you're tall and you're in good shape, six foot three, 190 pounds. You're a little bit light. I'm I'm six foot two and I'm about two, 220, but I'm but I'm pretty solid, you know, at this point. Um, you know, I don't see why it would be a problem for a guy in your uh, situation. Learn game. Uh, Yankee Doodle, I drive a Tourag TDI. That's kind of a shit car. Um, they stopped making those, I think, 10 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I, I mean, when did they uh, phase out the TDIs in North America with that diesel gate thing? No, nah, it's probably not 10 years. I think it's 2017 or something like that. Yeah, you drive a mom car. <laughs> drive something fun, man. You're a dude. Drive something fun. You only live once. Yeah, 2016, that's it. I don't work out. Yeah, you know, start start by working out, man. Lift weights. You know, if you're skinny, throw on a little bit of muscle. Six foot three, you could easily weigh 220, 225 and look good. V taper, 1.62 golden ratio. Did you read my book? Read the damn book. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see what we got here. Looks like Moff just added another one here. Uh, Jay Rizzo. All right, let's see what we got here. Jay Rizzo, why are men attracted to strippers? Is that your question, or do you want to talk about strippers? Oh, hey, Rich. How you What's doing, man? man? Good. Hey, great to hear you. I was listening to the uh, the podcast earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about the whole Joe Hill thing, and I was mm -hmm. like, you know, why is it? Because she seemed kind of like a promiscuous lady. So why is it that we're all, like, attracted to strippers and, you know, the promiscuousness of the ladies? It's like we can't get enough. You know what I mean? Um, well, look, uh, like, promiscuity is very common today in our modern world. Men indulge, women indulge. So it's just a reality of the world that we live in, right? Like 
the chances of you finding a pure virgin if you're over like 25 or 30 is like next to impossible okay so women have experience yeah guys have experience women are beauty objects they're also beauty slash aka sex objects you know if you deal with dr warren farrell's writing right um so strippers are sex objects there's they're stripping they're taking off their clothes they're doing provocative dances to uh songs um, you know, it's going to be boner inducing city, you know, when you see them doing it, that's, that's why they do it. Right. So, I mean, you're basically asking like, you know, why do men drive cars fast? Well, if you give them a fast car, they're going to rip it. Right. You know, you give them, uh, gotcha. you know, you put them in a room with a beautiful woman that's taken off for off their clothes. It's like flies to shit. They're going to be all over that all day long. Um, yeah, look, men don't have a lot of self-control in their youth. How old are you? Well, I'm currently 44, but this is back like before my 30s, you know. Yeah. I mean, like you'll notice that guys don't have a lot of self self-control. And then we reach a point where it's like I don't know if you've dealt with so many women or you've had enough girlfriends or you've been married and divorced or whatever it happens to be, but you reach a certain point where women don't have any authority or power over you where you can legit say no to a 10, right? If you can get yourself to a point where you can look at a 10 who might be manipulative, who might be destructive in your life, you know, for example, and you're just like, no, I'm good. That's a superpower, right? And it takes guys a while to get there. It takes bullshit. It takes them losing half their shit in a divorce, being alienated from their kids. It takes some stupid choices. It takes maybe knocking up crazy. It takes all kinds of stuff. It takes, you know, you come home and there's a bunny boiling in your stovetop. You know, it takes weird shit for guys to get to, you know, the point where they're just like, I'm good. I don't need this, right? And that's a superpower when you can get there. I'm yeah, I got you. Good yeah, times, man. You no, know, I I got there, you know, because <clears throat> I was thinking about it with the uh, the podcast. Like four of the the fifteen that I've been with, mm-hmm. they were strippers. I even <laughs> I even stupidly stupidly, I married a stripper. Oh man, like kids, you knew that she was a stripper, kids right? Divorced. Yes. Okay. 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 Now we're now we're getting to some storytelling. Like I know guys that claim that they married a hooker and they didn't know that they were a hooker. Okay. No, but I I married a stripper. Knew okay. she was a stripper. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I've been with I've been okay, with. So tell her audience why you did something so stupid. Because I was a simp. Because you thought you could change her. You were playing Captain Sabaho, weren't you? Exactly. No. Yes, sir. So how did that unfold for you, marrying the stripper? It unfolded. Um, things were going okay. Yeah. You know, and then we had one kid. Oh, you had a kid with a stripper, and then she yes. cheated. One kid, she cheated. Another kid, she cheated. She divorced me because, <laughs> like you know, like I said, I was a simp. Did you ever so see that he, Seinfeld episode where where he's like, you know how like you know you put your hands up higher in your head and like this is bad and like this is really bad and this is like the worst sort of thing, like exactly. the higher up your head you you go, yeah. it's like, dude, you're telling me a story. You put two babies in a stripper that cheated on you multiple times. All right, yeah, that's so, you know where are back, you today now? Back in 2000, I came into the manosphere, into the red pill, and I was like, oh my god, I was such a effing loser. Yeah. Loser. Okay. I completely saw, you know, the the faults of my ways. And it was mm-hmm. like, you know, 
hey, it was all me. It was all me. It's my fault. Yeah. I should not have done that from day one. I should not have done that. But I was so young. Like, this is back when I was 23. I'm 44 now. Yeah. And my God, people like yourself, like yourself, Rich, and people like Rolo, they have opened my eyes to what is really going on. And I thank you guys. I mean, like, thank you guys. Let's be honest. Like, somebody must have said something to you. One of your friends, your family, Jay Rizzo. She's a stripper. Like, are you sure about this one? Like, let's let's have a conversation yeah. about this. Yeah, my brother. My brother did, but I and didn't he, want to hear it. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. to hear it because I was so infatuated and so like, oh, in love. Oh, I I'm in so in love. I was a dork, yeah. a geek. Yeah, yeah. Well, like like Tate would say, I was just a fucking geek, man. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, um, I guess this is more of a share and you know a listen. How old were you when you got married to this? Uh, twenty three. Oh, young too. Wow. How old was she? Uh, nineteen. She was nineteen. Okay. Well, let that be a lesson, fellas. Don't date. Don't marry strippers. Exactly. <laughs> all right man you take care thanks yes sir (laughs) shit all right moff let's have a quick conversation before we wrap this up we have we have uh we have some interesting calls tonight brother yeah interesting is uh one word (laughs) don't date strippers (laughs) well there was another one there was a chat in here it was like the better questions if we can bring it up Here's one so we can show it. The better question would be why do men pay for sex? That's well, another topic to dive into. I don't know if we have enough time at the end of the show to tackle into that, but you know, certainly got, a valid question. Okay, so we got five, five, ten minutes. So let's so let's tackle tackle it before we wrap up. So okay. why do men pay for sex? I think men pay for sex because they can't get it for free. I mean, it just boils down to that. Like women don't express genuine desire for them and they want to be intimate with a woman. So rather than doing the work, leveling up, being captivating, being interesting, dressing well, not being fat, you know, being physically fit. It's easier for them just to go and pay a couple hundred bucks and get laid. And there's places in the world where it's totally legal, right? Like there's there's places in the world where they have brothels and you can go and you can pay for sex and you can leave and it's a transaction. But transactional sex is not the same thing as validational sex. Transactional sex, you're never going to get her best, right? Like you're giving her money to have sex with you She's not going to be enthusiastic about it. She's not going to do anything enthusiastic in the bedroom versus validational where she wants to have sex with you. She is legit. I can't say a lot of the words because it's YouTube, but you know where I'm going with this sort of stuff. But she's legit there because she wants to be with you and she's doing all the things that express the validation that she wants to be in with you. Um, So what about the argument? There are guys that say no matter what. You're always paying for sex. You are. Whether that, with your time. Maybe you are, not yeah. money. Maybe it's not transactional, but you're taking them out on dates and you're spending time and you're having conversations. That's a very good point. What's the difference? Yeah. So, I mean, the difference is still that you're paying in a transaction for her to lie in her back and pretend like she wants to be there versus a woman that is unbuckling your jeans, slowly pulling them down to your ankles and going to town on you while you're standing up sort of thing. That's totally different. But yeah, you do pay either way because, I mean, you're paying for dates. You know, you're paying for whatever. Maybe you're paying with something else, drama or some other bullshit. Um, There was a video that um, Orion uh, Taraband put out a couple of days ago. I 
caught it briefly and the title was something like everybody pays, but the more she likes you, the greater the discount, something along that line. Um, and it's true because if she's enthusiastic about you, then you're not paying as much, right? You're not paying as much to like take like the Skittles man is a perfect example. Did you ever hear yeah. the story about the Skittles man? Yeah. So, it's an oldie, but goodie. Yeah. It's an oldie, but a uh, goodie. So we'll tell the story before we wrap up real, real quick. So the Skittles man, there's two men. There's the man, that, and this is on a um, Chateau Hartis blog somewhere. You can just Google search the Skittles man and read the, the story. But there's basically two men. There's a guy that like pays for everything, the dinners, the flowers, uh, you know, uh, serenades her with all kinds of stuff. And then there's the other guy who just bangs her. Okay. He's like the alpha C part of the equation. And then there's a beta bucks guy. And basically, long story short, I don't know, it was her birthday or something or Valentine's Day, and he gives her a bag of Skittles because it, it's all he had in his car or his house or something like that. And she's enthusiastic about being with him. So the more enthusiasm that she has for the guy, the greater the discount. And in that case, it was a bag of Skittles versus the other guy that pays for everything. So the Skittle man is probably the best example of that. And uh, GBD is an acronym that you're going to hear a lot of more and more. Stands for genuine burning desires. Chapter three in my book, it makes all the difference. A woman that has genuine burning desire, the greater the discount is really what it boils down to. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Speaking of the book, when can we expect the second edition to be coming out? What we got? Uh, can you give us a little teaser? Um, well, we're doing the revision on the first, which is done. Um, there's some field reports that are going in uh, by the editor, Steve. Steve from accounting is doing the uh, field reports update. them, I and we tweaked a couple of things that needed... Um, more of an update. Second book should be hopefully, hopefully the second book's out by December, January. Let's just put it that way. Right on. Cool. All right, brother. Thanks for uh, taking care of the green room and uh, lighting always. up the guests. It's always been a pleasure. Uh, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the live cast. Um, make sure you drop a comment for the algo and a thumbs up and, uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Here's a podcast outro. Peace All out. right, guys, if you enjoyed that podcast, make sure you visit my website at richcooper.ca to learn more about my courses, my book, the unplugged alpha community or booking me for private coaching. Also, if you are a Canadian with $15,000 or more of credit card debt and what you are doing right now, isn't paying off the balances, then visit total debt freedom and hit get a free quote to see if you qualify to settle your credit card debt for less than you owe today over the next 48 months. Make sure you check out the top pinned comment on YouTube for all the links mentioned during